listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's Monday the 13th of December 2021. Good day for the Australian share market, opening stronger today to start the week, 7379 on the 200. That's an increase of 0.4%. Energy, real estate stocks, uh, some miners doing well too. For more, I spoke earlier with George Baburis from K2 Asset Management. Uh, a number of things, Ricardo. Markets back to near highs in the US and in the Asian region, partly in response to the stimulus from the central bank in China, world's second largest economy, the PBOC, their central bank, cut rates. Their economy is going through a lot of uh, disruption over the past year and slowdown. Uh, and this is a good positive sign that they're trying to address uh, some stimulus and start getting a turnaround of their economy, which will be more inwardly focused going forward with domestic demand and hopefully some fiscal stimulus. So markets buoyed uh, on that uh, activity with the stimulus. On Friday night, we saw the US CPI numbers, a huge 6.8%, but not necessarily a massive reaction on the market. So does does that mean inflation may have peaked in the US? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. These are very large inflation numbers, multi-decade highs. Uh, it came in, in, in expectation. It met expectation, therefore markets were happy enough with that. Remember, with inflation, for those that are not old enough, it's uh, since the 91-92 recession, we've we've been living in that low inflation environment, which is very good for policy and obviously for savings, etc. But uh, these disruptions we got globally on the supply chain are leading to very severe price behaviours and trade. And when you get through some solution and uh, of supply chain disruption, hopefully at the end of 2022 and in 2023, a lot of that price pressure is expected to go, and that is where the market is judging the inflation risk going forward. Uh, there is a wage pressure, et cetera, that may stay with us for longer. Uh, but in the main, the supply chain disruptions have been so severe uh, that that has led to a lot of this price pressure or inflation, which people expect to be going away. So putting that all into, into um, together, right? So if we're saying we're seeing uh, multi-decade high uh, uh, inflation, but that it might start coming off in a couple of years' times. What do you think it'll likely mean for when the um, US Federal Reserve meets later this week? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, this persistent inflation in the short term gives the Federal Reserve uh, an avenue to start removing the stimulus for the bond buy program and begin what we call a taper. It gives them the excuse to start that taper earlier uh, and therefore finish that taper earlier, that is buy less bonds in the market, less liquidity. And once that program is complete sometime before mid next year, they can start therefore raising their short term interest rate from historical lows. And a lot of the central banks around the world will be doing something along those lines. So that's what that's what the higher inflation in the short term means. It gives them their avenue to start removing stimulus and begin that rate rise cycle from historical lows. Okay, so considering that in this environment, how do you invest? Yeah, great question. Uh, so equities are generally reasonable hedges against inflation. Uh, any sort of exposure, industrials, transport companies, etc., as long as they've got an ability to pass on those costs. If you're involved with uh, property, as long as they've got uh, contracts with their uh, renters who, that are CPI-based. Uh, so generally, uh, equities are reasonable and some diversify financials with high rate environment. Then very quickly, uh, for those that are sitting at home getting zero in the term deposit, this time next year you won't be getting zero in the term deposit. You're getting somewhere between half a percent to a percent quite comfortably would be a, a guidance I'm happy enough to pass on. Uh, and uh, obviously gold is a good hedge against inflation. And obviously this has been the year of the crypto. Uh, and uh, while we don't participate in crypto, a lot of people have been participating in the digital gold 
uh, environment, notwithstanding it's volatile, but they're looking for alternatives and they think that's also a hedging against inflation. And just finally, given this might be the last time I speak to you this year, looking back at the year that was, what do you think was the key market or corporate story of the of, of 2021? Yeah, there's, there's many stories on corporate 2021, but at navigating the variants of COVID and at the same time, it's been about M&A activity, mergers and acquisitions, these big mega, mega deals globally in every economy. And in Australia, it's the acquisition of Afterpay, it's Oil Search, Santos mergers. It, it is just M&A activity in the non-listed and illicit space because of that extraordinary amount of liquidity uh, in the global economy. And that, that is the highlight from a corporate perspective while navigating the variations of COVID, which we'll be continuing to do, no doubt, for the years to come. George Bourer is there from K2 Asset Management. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.